I'm joined today by Professor Sonia Johnson. Um, she's Professor of Social and Community Psychiatry at UCL and Director of the relatively new NIHR Mental Health Policy Research Unit. But yeah, do you, do you want to kind of give us a bit of introduction to, to, to you and your work at UCL, first of all? Yes, sure. Well, I'm a psychiatrist. My interests are particularly in the more social aspects of psychiatry. So in both ends of social determinants of mental health and what one might do about them in terms of interventions and in some psychosocial models of care. That interest has been with me for a long time. Before I ever did psychiatry, I did a BA in social and political sciences and an MSc at the London School of Economics in social psychology. So those things were very much the origins of what I'm most interested in. Within that, I and the great people I work with at UCL and elsewhere have researched quite a, a range of things over the last few years, including quite a lot of work on crisis care and various forms of alternative to hospital. I've been involved in research on employment, in some work on assertive outreach models, in looking at cannabis use in people with psychosis and, and why people might use cannabis and whether there's anything one might do about it. My recent interests, I've become very keen to research loneliness and social isolation as very important determinants of mental health and mental health outcomes that there might be scope to do more about than we can at the moment. The, the other big recent development for me is that I and my colleagues at UCL and King's have been awarded a, a grant to set up a policy research unit for England, which is complicated but very exciting work to be doing. So that takes up quite a bit of my time at the moment. I'm also the director of a large and vibrant MSc course that I think you're quite familiar with, Andre, in the UCL Division of Psychiatry. It's a combined MSc programme for people with psychology backgrounds and clinicians. And the one other thing I do is some clinical works. I work particularly in an early intervention service where at the moment I specialise in seeing young people with bipolar. So I think, I think that's most of what I currently do. The Policy Research Unit is a really interesting development and some of our listeners might not be that familiar with that. Can you, can you tell us a bit about um, yeah, why the unit was set up and what you hope to achieve with it? Absolutely. Well, it's the Policy Research Unit in Mental Health, which is funded through the NIHR, the National Institute for Health Research, is the first unit of this type in mental health, although there have been such units around in other fields like child health and perinatal health for quite a long time. So, for instance, the, the maternal mental health one, I'm told, is about 40 years old. And the, the function of policy research units is to provide evidence to inform policy. So we work in particular to serve the needs of the Department of Health, 
but also of arm's length bodies like NHS England and Public Health England and potentially also of a wider range of, of departments. In, in terms of who we are, we don't have a building or anything like that, but we have a research team that's mainly based across UCL and King's. We have a, a group of senior academics who, uh, who lead on taking responsibility for the unit. I'm its director and Paul McCrone at King's is its co-director. We've also got a very active PPI group, the Lived Experience Working Group, which is led by Sarah Carr. And we're trying to grow a network of collaborators with the unit nationwide. So, so for that part of, of the unit, we're still in setup, really, and still expanding the network of people we can call on to help get involved. So, so that's who we are. In terms of the work we do, we're very much in response mode and to some extent we're still finding out what it is we're mainly likely to be doing. So the idea is that our programme is of proper research work but shaped very much by interactions with policymakers and by their requests about what they need. There's one level of work which is quite short-term work, so just helping people to, to find their way to the evidence there already is. So, for instance, we got asked a couple of weeks ago for some pointers to evidence on patient safety on inpatient wards. And one of our research staff with me and Alan Simpson, who's one of our co-applicants, has put together a, a briefing note over the last couple of weeks to guide in the initial stages of that work at the Department of Health. But mainly we're about doing more substantial pieces of work, generally within quite a short time scale to try and inform policy. We've had an, an unusual but quite exciting start in that the setup of the unit in the autumn exactly coincided with this, the Mental Health Act review getting going. And largely our efforts in our first few months have been about trying to provide evidence to help with to help support the Mental Health Act review. So we've done things like up do another big evidence synthesis, including randomized and non-randomized studies on community treatment orders. We've looked at compulsory detention internationally and where we actually sit as a country between other countries. We've done a, a qualitative meta-synthesis about people's views about being compulsorily detained. So, so those are the kind of things we've done for the Mental Health Act in our first few months. As we continue, it'll be less all about the Mental Health Act and more diverse. And we're just at the moment agreeing some of the things that will be in our subsequent programme for people like the DH, Public Health England, the NHS England uh, uh, talking to us about work that would be helpful for us in the for us to do in the coming couple of years. Mm -hmm. 
you must have your own views about what the priority areas are in terms of impacting on policy, but those don't necessarily overlap with the priorities of people who are working in making health policy in this country. Is there is there a tension there, or how how does that work itself out? Yeah, I mean, I think we get to say what we think and we get to make suggestions. But yeah, we are ultimately led by what the what the policymakers feel will be useful to them. I mean, I've had a, a very kind of diverse career so far. So I think one of the advantages of, of me having this job is that I can get interested in all sorts of things, really, and, and have done research on quite a diverse range of stuff. So when I remember starting out as an academic and being advised that the best thing was to become a, a world expert in one thing and really stick with that topic. And I've certainly failed to take that advice, which I think is an advantage in a way with the policy unit. But I think maybe the tension is not as much about what we're asked to research as about the fact that any evidence we provide Although, you know, I think many of the civil servants, many of the NHS and Public Health England officials are genuinely interested in what the research says. But still, the process of making policy is really complex. And there's absolutely no guarantee that any evidence we come up with is going to have all that much influence necessarily. And I think that's probably the greater frustration really about doing the work. Thank you.